Hello, it is Saturday, January the 26th, and um, yesterday, Friday the 25th, they announced that the federal government will be opening back up. So I wanted to take a moment to, you know, send out my thoughts and prayers to everybody who was affected by this unfortunate situation, um, whether it was personally or whether you have someone close to you who had to go through it. Um, you know, hopefully your lives weren't affected too much and you can now quickly get back on track and hopefully the government can get their stuff together so you know it won't happen again um so once again my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody and i hope that you know everybody can make it through it without any you know life-changing situations and with that said um let's get to the greatest podcast on the planet the Hello ladies and gents, bulls and bears. This is another episode of Sir Trader Lot the Podcast. And this week pretty consistently, you know, it was hard. I'm not gonna lie, it was hard, but I was able to practice patience. Um, the last time I spoke to you, I had a swing trade um, that I said I was going to hold on to. It was RNN. Um, it took a big hit before I got into it. They announced um, an offering. So it, I think it opened up. The previous close before they announced the offering was like around, I think, a dollar and something, then it dropped down to around 60 cents when it opened, and then it had a low of like 54 cents. I got in um, around 58 cents, and I believe this was on Wednesday. I believe it was Wednesday. Um, yeah, because Monday was a holiday. I had a day trade um, Tuesday and Wednesday, which were two losers, and then I got into the swing trade, which was RNN um, at 58 cents. And I actually still have it. And like I said, it was hard. I was searching and searching when I knew I shouldn't be searching for another stock to get into um, that I thought may have been a little more um, profitable. But I didn't see anything. You know, it was a couple of things that I wanted to get in. Um, one was NGD. Um, when I first started looking at that, it was around one oh six, a dollar and six cents, um, or a little below. Um, and that ended up closing today. It might have been a little lower than that, um, but it ended up closing um, on Friday at around a dollar and 13 cents. And I think it went up like two more cents after hours. Um, but they're looking to announce um, earnings, I believe next week, like on the 30th, 31st, somewhere around there. Um, so I wanted to get into that and ride that up to the earnings. Um, but I would have only had enough to get maybe like 200 shares when I have like 400 and like 25 shares of RNN, and I'm expecting a pop in RNN. Um, it got up as high as 65 cents, um, then dropped back down, but it always held 
um, support, which was, I think support was 57 cents. But now it looks like it might have a new support. It's been bouncing off of um, 58, which is where I got in. So it never dropped below um, the point that I bought it. So I held on to it. And right now um, it closed around 62, 63 cents. And after hours, it got back up to 65 cents. So hopefully Monday will be the day um, that it gets a little pop. Because the volume has been there. Um, it's been at least a million um, shares traded the last few days. So that's where I am with that. Still holding on to it. Um, I do have a day trade coming Monday. So it's going to be a little tricky to, you know, try to determine what I need to do. But I'm thinking about holding it through Monday um, if it doesn't get a pop. Um, but I'm also going to incorporate some of the indicators, like maybe the Bollinger Band or the um, moving average to decide whether or not I want to get out. Um, right now, it's trading over top of the, the lower band or trading um, yeah, over top, so it's inside the Bollinger Band. So I believe usually if it drops below that um, the bottom Bollinger Band, then that's the signal to get out. But that's one thing that we're gonna talk about in the next segment. Um, some of the indicators that I use um, or that I'm going to use for my swing trades. So that's it. That's that for RNN. Um, I actually did deposit $50 into my account um, because it was another stock that I wanted to get um, that I I didn't want to sell any of the RNN. Um, but this stock is... DPW, DPW. The stock was trading. I got in. It was trading around ten cents. Um, most of the day I got in at point zero nine nine five, which is practically ten cents. Um, it dropped a little lower. It got down to point zero nine six something. Um. But I got 500 shares of that. And the main reason I wanted to get in was because it was trading. Um, it had a certain pattern, trading pattern. Um, it created a double bottom at $0.09. Cents, um, and it bounced off that. And they actually, I think it bounced off that maybe like around Thursday. Um, and then they had some news that they released. Um, on Friday about a stock purchase agreement um, for like around 12 cents. So um, I'm hoping for a continuation. Like I said, it bounced off support, which is around 9 cents. Um, and it seemed like it might be trying to reverse to the upside. So um, I might be holding on to that for a couple of days just to see um, where that takes me. So that's two stocks that I'm in now trading um, swinging into Monday, that's RNN and DPW. So really not a lot going on. Um, my account right now is sitting around a little over 300. So um, about 180 from my goal, uh, which was 481. So 
not a lot. You know, hopefully that can be made up. I mean, it can't be made up next week. You know, like it's stocks that I've missed this week that could have gotten me um, $100 or more. You know, it was one stock that was trading. Um, I can't remember. I didn't write it down because I didn't get into it. But it was a stock that I saw trading around about 97 cents, I believe. And I was trying to get into um, my Robin Hood. But for some reason, for like 10 minutes, my Robin Hood, it was down. Like it wouldn't allow me to um, search any stocks. It did, let, it did allow me to sell a stock. But I went to, when I went to search for another stock to get into, um, it wouldn't let me pull it up. I went to the desktop. Um, it was the same thing there. So um, for me, it was down for a little while. And the stock actually went from 97 up to like, I don't know, like I think 180 or something like that. So it was like almost 100% gain. Um, and I could have gotten at least, you know, maybe 200 shares. So that would have been a nice little gain. Um, it did end up end up dropping back down. Uh, but I had a day trade at that time. So I missed out on that. And it was a couple of, couple of other stocks that had nice gains. But I was already in another stock. So, you know, there was nothing I can do about it. So the stocks are there. You know, it's just a matter of timing. Um, waiting for the right one. Um, you never know which one is the right one until, you know, after it happens. So that's it for that. Um, like I said, I have a trade, I have a day trade coming up on Monday, but I'm not sure if I'm going to use it, um, depending on what happens with RNN and DPW. So that's my trading week. Um, in the next segment, we are going to go through a couple of, um, but actually I'm going to talk about some of the strategies that I like to use to um, determine whether or not I'm going to get into a swing trade, uh, such as, you know, like candlestick patterns and um, trading patterns, um, chart patterns. So, and probably talk about a couple of indicators also, like, uh, like I said, Bollinger Band and Moving Average. All right, so we're going to take a moment and we're going to let our sponsor get their time and then we'll get back to the show. Okay, so when it comes to swing trading, um, there's a lot of different techniques you can use um, to determine what stock to get, when and where to get in. Um, for me, I'm trying to be a professional, um, so I do the best I can, but the two um, patterns that I like to use to determine whether or not I want to swing a stock is, one is the candlestick pattern, um, either the hammer or a candlestick with a long bottom shadow. And I also like to use um, the double or multiple bottom. Um, for the candlestick, um, for those of you who may not be familiar with um, some of the candlestick patterns, a hammer is when you have um, a somewhat small 
body to the candlestick and a lower shadow that's at least um, double the size of um, the body. So if you have a stock that opened at a dollar, if it drops down to say about 90 cents and then come back up to like 105, then that shadow is, the bottom shadow is in a 10 cent range, the body is in a 5 cent range. So, you know, that creates a hammer. Um, what I just described creates a green hammer, meaning the stock closed above where it opened. But you can also have um, a red hammer, um, which say the stock opened at 105, drops down to 90 cents, and then comes back up and closes at a dollar. Um, same hammer, except the body is red because it closed above where it opened. And usually um, a green hammer is more um, bullish than a red hammer. And it's also more bullish the longer the bottom shadow is. So if the bottom shadow goes down to 70 and then comes back up um, to a dollar or higher, then, you know, that's more of a bullish sign. And what a hammer tells you is that, you know, the bears, they took control for a little while, but they didn't keep control. The bulls took back over and was able to bring the stock price back up. Um, so that's usually, you know, a good sign. And um, another thing that you want to keep in mind for hammers or any um, reversal candle is that it should be at the bottom of a downtrend. So if you have a hammer um, like in the middle, like in a, a, a pattern that's a stock that's trading, trading sideways or if it's already in the uptrend and then you have a uh, a hammer on the uptrend I mean it, that really doesn't signal um, that's not a good signal to determine whether or not it's going to keep going up usually you want it to be at the bottom of a downtrend you see the hammer and most of the time you want to wait for what they call confirmation and that's when the next you have a the next handle the next candle is a green candle that close above the close or the top of the previous hammer. Understand? So if you have a hammer, you want to wait for the next candle to close above that hammer um, to confirm that a reversal is taking place. So that's the hammer. That's one um, pattern that I like to use, um, the candlestick pattern. And there are others, but that's my favorite one. And it's one of the easy ones to find. And the other is a chart pattern double bottom, multiple bottom. And that's pretty much when you have um, a stock, you know, it goes up and down. Hits resistance, goes down and hits support. Um, <clears throat> so sometimes you might see a stock that's creating like a, a N or M. Um, and for instance, with, I was talking about DPW, DPW, um, a few weeks ago, it hit nine cents and then it bounced off 
and it um, reversed. I can't remember what the resistance level was, but you know, it hit level of resistance and it came back down and it just hit nine cents again. Um, yesterday, well, Thursday, and now it's starting to go back up. So it's good to find out what the resistance is because when it starts to get around resistance, you want to, you know, start looking to get out just in case it bounces off and start to reverse back down. Um, but you can also have a breakout. So, you know, it's possible that it can get to resistance and it can break through through the resistance and continue on the upside. Um, but, you know, you want to be cautious when it starts to get to that level of resistance. So you need to know what resistance is um, because then it can come back down and, you know, play with the support level again and then bounce off and go back up, which can be another, you know, um, bullish signal. So multiple bottoms, double bottoms are the chart patterns I like to trade and hammers um, are the candlestick patterns that I like to trade. So since I'm going to be more patient, um, not trading, not placing day trades on the days I don't have day trades, you know, I'm going to be more patient and wait and find um, some nice swing stocks. Those are going to be the two patterns that I'm going to be looking for mostly. Um, like I said, there are others. Uh, one thing that I haven't learned yet is how to draw, how to plot um, lines, um, you know, because they have pennants and they have flags and they have different patterns that you can draw lines and create, you know, certain patterns to determine whether a stock is going to um, break out or not. Um, haven't got to that point yet. Um, but there are other candlestick patterns that can be fairly easy to spot, like engulfing patterns. And actually one that I didn't mention um, is a dragonfly doji. Um, dragonfly doji pretty much has the same concept as a hammer, except the stock opens and closes at the same level. Um, there's no body it's just a long lower shadow um no body whereas a hammer you have a body because the stock opened or closed um at a higher level or a lower level but the dragonfly doji same concept except um the stock opens and closes uh at the same level so like i said any candlestick with a long lower shadow um dragonfly doji hammers and um, double bottoms and multiple bottoms I like to look at um, so that's about it those are the patterns I'm going to be looking for um, in the future uh, right now I have two swing trades one is based off a big loss and looking for a reversal due to some news that, re that was released the other stock is based off of a stock bouncing off support um, creating a i think it was a double bottom that is creating so we're gonna see where both of them go um i will be updating again next friday um depending on um how the week go if something big happened in the middle of the week 
I'll call and brag about it. I mean, I won't call, but I'll post and brag about it um, just to let y'all know how things went. Um, but other than that, you know, y'all will hear from me next Friday. The goal by next Friday, 962. Can it be done? Only time would tell. So until then, I'm going to be saying my plan to myself every morning, every morning and every night. Um, I would not anticipate moves. I would not day trade without day trades. I will cut losses quickly. I will be patient. Um, it was one that I didn't say on the last um, podcast when I first told my plan. And that was I would only watch. My swing trades during pre-market. Because one thing that I usually do is I get up in the morning and I sit and I look at all of the um, stocks that are moving. Right. Um, and. What that does, it gets me anxious, like I'm looking to see, like, OK, well, these are the three or four stocks that's moving pre-market that I can look to get into. And instead of, you know, waiting to see what the market is doing. You know, I jump into stocks quicker than I should because of what I saw during the pre-market. Like I might see a stock that may have it, it may have gotten up. It may have closed, say, like at a dollar um, the day before um, pre-market. It might get up to like 180 and then it might come back down and it might open up like around, say, 130, 140. I'll jump in regardless of what the stock is doing. I'll jump in because I'll think to myself, well, it's a lot of volume, volume, pre-market. It got up to um, 180, so it can get up there again. So let me jump in just in case, you know, anticipating the move. So I'm telling myself no more um, searching um, stocks pre-market. I'm just going to look at the stocks that I'm in um, to determine whether or not, you know, I need to get out. Or think about getting out when the market opens. So that was the, the last thing. But overall, um, it's being patient. And I have been able to do that um, the last few days. I'm still holding on to a stock that is profitable. Any other stock that I was looking at that I would have gotten into, I'm sure I would have lost money. So um, not a bad week. Not a great week because I didn't, you know, have a lot of gain. But definitely not a bad week because I didn't lose any money. So that's what it's all about, um, holding on to the money you have, not losing. And, you know, when those uh, profits do come in, it's actually a profit and not trying to get the money back that was lost. So that's about it for now. Um, like I said, we're planning for next Friday unless something big happens. So until then, I like big bucks and I cannot lie.